In today's Mishnah, we're in the eighth and final Mishnah, the fourth parakel Masechta Nadarim. And we continue discussing cases where Reuven said he doesn't want any inhar from Shimon. So Mishnah begins, In this situation, they're traveling together, and Reuven here has run out of food. So in yesterday's Mishnah, the case we mentioned is where Shimon wanted to provide for Reuven because he felt Reuven had no food. That case was just an example. However, the, we find some leniencies afforded in this case, and the way Kati explains in his introduction, that are only afforded if Reuven really does not have any food. So the mission explains, what do we do then? So the first solution is, What Shimon should do is should simply give some of his provisions to a third party as a gift, so it belongs to that individual, and then that person can give it mutarba. I mean, Reuven will be able to receive that food from this third party. It wouldn't be considered directly benefiting from Shimon. However, if there's no one else with them, it's just Reuven and Shimon traveling together, then the first opinion is, is what Shimon should do is should place some food on a rock or on a fence. I'm declaring these provisions completely ownless and anyone is allowed to take them. And then what could happen? And, and Reuven come along and collect that food. Why? Because it's not considered any longer as if he's benefiting from Shimon. He simply takes some ownless food and he's taking from Hefker. However, Yossi disagrees. He says in that situation we say it's also Reuven wouldn't be able to take it. Why? Because in this situation, it's just the two individuals. It's just Reuven and Shimon together. Even though he's declaring ownless, it's almost as if he's directly giving it to Reuven, which would be a violation of the neder. Let's begin the fifth parakash. In this case, a situation, we've got two parties that share a common courtyard, the shutafim. And you can imagine they had a fight, for example, and they said, we don't want to get any hanar from one another. They're both made in these nadarim. In that situation, we say, asurim lakanes lachatzer that neither party would be able to go into this shared chatzer. Why? That is because we mentioned previously, if someone says you're not getting hana from our property or doesn't want to get hana from another person's property, then we said that drisat regel, simply walking through his property, would be considered a violation of that neder. Rebel Yezeb and Yaakov, however, says no. He says, which literally means that each of them can go into their own section, their own part of the chatzer. Well, how does that work if it's a shared chatzer? Here, Rebel Yezeb and Yaakov, he holds by the principle of what's called Bereira, meaning, uh, literally it means retroactive selection, but what it means is each of them can say, as they're walking through the Chatzar, I'm going through my part. As he walks through, it's, this part I'm walking on is, is wasn't considered mine from the outset. However, the Mishnah says, meaning everyone agrees when it comes to, say, using the Chatzar for usages that the other party could object to, for example, the Mishnah says setting up a millstone or placing an oven in there or raising chickens. In that situation, everyone agrees, even Rebbe Yezgav Yaakov, that neither of them would be able to use a chatzir in that manner. That is because if he uses it, since the other party has a right of refusal and it doesn't, he would be considered benefiting from the other party. It's important to mention right now, the Bartonura says, the debate in this case is only regarding a small chatzir, a chatzir that doesn't have what's called a din chalukah meaning it's too small to divide it between the various parties. If, however, there's dalet adalet, four by four amot for each party, then the chatzar has now what's called a din chalukah, and you'd be able to divide it. Consequently, even if it was a big, such a chatzar, meaning at least that size, and even Rebbe Yezim and Yaakov would agree that they'd have to divide the property and neither party would simply be able to go through the chatzar. Sorry, just to clarify that, it's not just 4x4 four four they have inside the chatzar, but it's 4x4 four four plus the 4x4 four four in front of their houses. So effectively 4x8 really for each party, that would be considered large enough such that we'd say, no, it's time to divide the chatzar. 
What happens, however, if only one of the parties says, I don't want to get a hana'ah from the other. Again, Reuven says, I don't want to get a hana'ah from Shimon, and Reuven and Shimon share this chatzer. Then Reuven is not allowed to go into the chatzer. Like we've already explained, Rebeliezer disagrees, that he says, I'm simply going into my section, and I'm not going into yours. So there seems to be really no difference between the beginning and the Mishnah. It's just in this case, it's only one of the parties made a netter against his friend. However, what the Mishnah adds now is, according to Chachamim, that is at least for Kofin et Hanoder Limkor et Chalko. What we say is, if here, Reuven, if he made a netter, saying, I don't want to get Hana'ah from Shimon, then what we do is we force him to sell his share in the Chatzar. Why is that so? That is because we're concerned that since he's seeing Shimon using the Chatzar, then he will start using the chatzer as well, use his courtyard as well. And that will be a violation of the netter because he said, I don't want to get any benefit from Shimon. And as we explained, according to the Chachamim, that by simply using the Sheikh chatzer, it would be a violation of the netter. In the beginning of the Mishnah, we didn't have this problem. We didn't say that each of the parties have to sell their share in the chatzer. That is because neither of them are using the chatzer. In this situation, because Shimon is allowed to use it and Reuven is not, we're concerned that Reuven will see Shimon using the chatzer and end up using it as well. However, just to clarify one more further point, when we say that Reuven has to share, sell his share in the chatzer, that is only in the situation where Reuven says, I don't want to get any hana from Shimon, meaning he put this netter in place. If, however, Shimon made the netter, saying that I don't want Reuven to get a hana'ah from me, that will be different. Because Reuven's not at fault that this netter is preventing from coming to this chatzer. It's Shimon who did it. In that situation, it wouldn't force him to shell his share in the chatzer because it really wasn't his fault that this netter now is applying to him in his chatzer. Those are the Mishnah today.